How are we there, guys? And welcome to another episode of the Smashing Crossbar Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, as always. Ben's with me again, as always. How are you, buddy? I'm good, mate, considering that last week, or oh, the end of last week, I had to have myself and the, and the entire family a COVID test, but we're all good. We're all in the negative. Absolutely. It's all in the negative. Absolutely. In the negatives. That's it's what you want. Friggin', um, what are we in now? 6.0. So I got an extra long RDO weekend. Bloody beautiful. Um, what have we got? Timmy Woods, welcome all the way from the States. All the way from the States. Hey, Timmy, Timmy Woods, how are you, buddy? Welcome to everyone. Be sure to obviously get any questions you've got in for our special guest tonight. Timmy Woods, hang around. Um, our special guest spent a bit of time over in the States himself. So we'll talk to him a little bit about that. Um, but yeah, other than that, friggin' Anthony Burke is our special guest tonight. Obviously born and bred in England before making his move over here and then obviously went through the Jets Academy and found himself in Portugal, back to the state or over to the States and then obviously making his trek back here when it sort of COVID hit and it went pear-shaped and everything else. So um, thought he'd come back and try his luck over here. Anthony, how are you, mate? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. No, mate, absolutely. Thank you for jumping on and giving us a bit of your time, although I hear freaking you're sitting around in quarantine, so we've probably made you night. Yeah, definitely making me kill some time here. So thank you for that. I, pro- I, hear, I, hear, I hear you're waiting on a nurse. Yeah, I was waiting a couple of days for a nurse. So I don't know if she's a bit lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell. Just, just, just trying to get out. So pretty much, um, Anthony, you've just signed for Perth Glory on a two-year deal, um, which is fantastic, obviously, for any young footballer and so forth, especially considering times, obviously, we've got with COVID. Um, bit of security you must be happy with that oh yeah very excited for that um, especially with the times we're in at the moment um, having that extra year there it's it's a, it's a bit of safety I guess um, now hopefully I'm still um, going into it thinking the first year is going to be a big year and then just grow from that in the second year Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. So, yeah, as I said, we'll, we'll talk a bit about obviously this, you know, how it all began, obviously how you got into football and um, a little bit about your time overseas. Timmy, mate, for obviously the American in the, in the chat, um, you spent a bit of time over in, was that Tacoma Defiance? Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the second, well, the academy side of Seattle? Yeah. So yeah, it's the uh, affiliated team for the Sounders. So we just play. We played in the second division, which was the USL. Um, yep. So a lot of the teams we'd play against would be affiliated to one of the MLS teams. Yep. Um, some of them were their first teams, like Sacramento. They didn't have a an MLS team, so like they would obviously get big crowds and stuff because in that area, that's their first team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it started off as S two for Seattle Sounders two, and then after that first year, I was there. Um, it transitioned over to Tacoma Defiance. So, yeah, so we'll talk to you a little bit about that. So hang around, Timmy, mate. Obviously, I'm sure you get your stats up. <laughs> I'm sure you've probably got plenty of questions living over that way well, To be fair, in doing my research for tonight, I sort of went down the rabbit hole that was the US pyramid system of football. I spent about three and a half hours going through it all. <laughs> fair it enough. was an interesting read. <laughs> well, um, yeah, we'll get into that, obviously, in a little bit. But obviously, we may as well start... From the very beginning, obviously you were born in England. Yes, born in England. How long were you there before you made the trek over to Australia? Um, so I was there for ten weeks, and then came over to Australia with my parents. Um, yep. 
stayed here in Australia till I was 10 months and then headed back over there for two years. Um, and then after two years, I came back to Australia. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. A, bit, a bit of travel from an early from an early age. Yeah, started off young. Yeah, that's it. If we can get him onto a plane, he'd be right. <laughs> Those frequent flyer miles were racking up. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Obviously, made your way back here. Um, obviously, how old were you when you come back? Sorry. Uh, I was around three. Yeah, around three. Coming. So obviously, where did it all begin, mate? Where did where did you start playing football? Um, it all began, my dad would, used to take me to the park at a young age. Um, so I was already kicking a ball at the age of 10 months when I could first walk. Um, but like, obviously coming back to Australia when I was three, my dad would take me on my little bicycle to the park most days. We would walk there, um, and just kick a ball around. I guess that's where it kind of started because my mom, uh, she played basketball. My dad was a boxer. So it wasn't like my parents were both football players. Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, so it was sport, sporting in the in the in the genes there. Um, that, that obviously explains probably why freaking the back and forth. <laughs> okay, between basketball yeah. and boxing and so forth. Um, yeah. So yeah, obviously your your first local club. Our first local club was Adamstown Rosebuds. Good boy. Um, was there for five years, um, and then headed over to Cooks Hill. Yeah. Um, was there for a couple of years in Olympic there for a year um and then like during them times i think it was like around like 10 to 12 like it was kind of the newcastle rep system um so i did that like i think that was like in the off-season kind of comp um and then at the age of 13 i was in the australian team i headed over to malaysia for a tournament there and then kind of just went straight into the emerging athletes program at the time I don't know if you guys, you know that one, EAP. Yep. Um, and then kind of went from EAP for a couple of years into kind of the Jets, the Jets Academy. It was like a U21s. We were playing the, like the MPL for the 21s. Yeah. Um, jumped from that to the youth team. Youth team for a couple of years then, obviously signed with the first team and got loaned to Portugal. Yeah, so obviously... Um, yeah, so you were in the system there for a little bit, obviously roughly 2015. 2018, roughly, give or take, um, at the Jets, obviously involved with the club and stuff like that. Um, how did you find your time there in the academy? Like, you know, young kid, obviously, you know, just trying to break in somewhere. Um, obviously, you know, first team, obviously, for the Jets would have been the first thing on your mind. But then, obviously, I believe you got a chance to go over to Portugal. Is that something with Laurie? Laurie sort of teed that up for you, is that correct? Uh, yeah, so when Martin Lee, the owner at the time, came in, he owned a team over in Portugal called Academica. Yep. Um, and then so Joey Champness and I, we both signed for the first team on scholarships, uh, scholarship contracts that year. Um, so they loaned us both over there to get a bit more experience under our belt. Yep. Um, and then after that year, come back to the Jets and hopefully get some games and whatnot. Yeah, no, beautiful. Friggin', how was your time over in Portugal? How, how did you find it? Um, it was definitely hard at first being away from home in a foreign non-English speaking country. Mm -hmm. Um, but I really enjoyed the experience and got to travel to places like Porto and Lisbon, um, and pretty much see the Portuguese culture, which was cool. Like, I guess like we learned like Portuguese. Um, I think we did a couple months of learning Portuguese together, the teacher, um, but like the football, 
football was like very direct and very physical the league we were in so at the time I, I wasn't I'm not I'm not a huge player so I guess being in that kind of oh that kind of um way of play was different for me and I definitely learn a lot being in that because I guess playing in Newcastle it wasn't as physical and direct so getting to see how they play and I guess learn a bit off that was was good so I see that as a, a bonus yeah obviously a completely different style of football compared to obviously what we're used to here in Australia um, oh yeah it's completely different yeah what, what was the coaching style like? Obviously, again, it would have been different. How, how was the coaching stuff? You know, was it, um, you know, I suppose, obviously, I've, you know, we've asked this question with previous players we've had on and stuff like that when they've been overseas, especially in Europe. And they sort of go that, obviously, you know, some are like, oh, you know, it was nice and cruisy, but then obviously some would be like, you know, the coaching was just mental, like that it was just full on. You know yeah. I mean? Like, it was just 100, 100 miles an hour. Freaking the training was flat out, you know. How, how did you find that? Obviously, you were talking about the size, your size difference and stuff like that, being a very physical competition. But um, what was the training regime like? In um, training wasn't too bad, to be fair. Like, intensity-wise, like, much higher in Newcastle um, to what I was used to. Um, we, we did have some quality players in our team. So I'd say we had, like, a, a pretty technical team. Um, obviously had some big strong players on our team as well, but a lot of them were very technical. Um, so we tried to kind of play to our strengths and obviously the trainings would be more so like passing and off the ball moving to get into spaces to get it again. So like, training wise, the intensity wasn't too hard. It was pretty kind of chilled. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess you get different things with different coaches. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um, what do we got here? JD twelve oh one one says, "Hey Anthony." Elliot says, "Hey lads, congrats on signing for Perth." Anthony, how's life with the West Coast so far? Or if you, you just missed it, mate, he's still stuck in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey guys, <laughs> as good as sitting in uh, sitting behind four walls can possibly be. <laughs> so, if he's like a window that opens. I went to the, the hospital today doing my um oh, last yeah. COVID test, so I got to see a bit of the city, so it looks pretty nice. So, yeah, I'm happy being here. Bit of fresh air. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, obviously, you left Portugal. You've gone – you then move, um, obviously, over to Tacoma Defiance. How, how did that come about? How did that next move? Because, obviously, you were still technically signed at the Jets. Um, when you when – you, when when you're obviously in Portugal, but that finished the contract. Yes. And then you became a free agent, I'm guessing. And that um, American move happened. Yeah. So after Portugal, um, Joey and I came back for the the following season for the A-League. And um, that was the season that we both were a part of. And it was the season that the Jets did really well and obviously made to the finals and unlucky not to that VAR decision to go their way. (laughs) Um, uh, yeah, so I was playing all my games with the youth that year. Um, I couldn't break into the first team. Obviously, we had a really good team, yep. um, and there wasn't many injuries. And sometimes, as a a youngster, like that's what you're you're waiting for your opportunity. Maybe an injury or illness, or I I don't know. So um, that year, the Jets honestly 
no injuries. It was pretty cruisy for them. They did really well. So after the youth season in the NYL, I think it was only it's like an eight eight game season. So it's pretty short. Um, so after that stint, uh, I spoke to Ernie and he just said, "I just need more games under my belt. I just need to be playing more games and whatnot." Um, and then coincidentally, a couple of weeks later, this opportunity came up from Seattle. Um, and John Hutchinson was the coach at the time for the Sounders too. Yep. And yeah, he pretty much called me before um, I decided to go over, telling me what the plan would be. I would have to go over for a two-week trial, pay for my expenses there. If I got in, um, I get reimbursed. Uh, I have to fly back to a show, get my visa sorted, then head back over if everything goes well. So, uh, it was a pretty hard decision, not going to lie, speaking to my my family about it because I'm thinking I've never thought of going to America to play soccer or football. Yeah. Um, it was probably the last thing on my mind. But honestly, I, I bit the bullet. I did some research. I was watching a bit of the USL. thought this league looks pretty good. Uh, and I was just like, I've got nothing to lose. If I don't like it and I'm over there, at worst, I just come back. Yep. Um, so I bit the bullet, went over. Um, and at the same time as me going over a play called Jesse Daly, um, from Brisbane Raw, he headed over the exact same time and we had the two-week trial together. Mm. Um, yeah. And they pretty much told us only one of you is going to get the contract if you are good enough because we, we don't have enough for two visa spots. Oh, wow. Um, and, the, and the funny part is they put us in the same room to live together for two weeks <laughs> knowing one of us oh. is getting that contract. <laughs> so, yeah, thinking back to it, it's pretty funny. Um, wow. So we did the two weeks, we did training, um, some preseason games. Um, and then, yeah, we had a meeting at the end of the two weeks. I went in first to the meeting and Hutch pretty much said, um, yeah, we like to sign you. Um, are you happy and stuff? And I said, yeah, I'm very excited because I, I enjoyed the two weeks. It was, it was yeah. unreal, very professional, like everything was quality. Yeah. Um, and then Jesse had to go in after Hutch just love giving stick to Jesse. Honestly, they're, they're like twins. You'd love to see <laughs> it. Um, so first thing Hutch says to Jesse is, um, oh, we've chosen Berkey. And apparently Jesse's face just dropped. Um, but then Hutch said, but we figured out a way to be able to sign both of you because it was some to do with the international spot. Then you could have one at the start, but somehow they – they found a loophole and got another one in. So it was all legal, by the way. So yeah, yeah. hopefully, yeah. So it was all good. So yeah, we both signed. I went back to Australia. We both went back to Australia. It honestly took a couple months for our visas. Yeah. Um, so the time we went back over, it was like honestly almost halfway through season. So like pretty much I was there for two and a half seasons. Yeah, right. Wow. So in, in that time of obviously you're coming back here, um, what, what happened there? So that's that's obviously a fair bit of time off. You said like a couple of months. Ah, um, uh, yes. So I self, came back. Self training, or did you have to fit in somewhere else? Or came back and I started um training with the Jets. Okay. Um, they they, they let me come in. Um, Laurie said it was all good, so I went in and started training with them, um, which was quality because it was still yeah. very good, a very good level to be training, getting ready to go over the first season. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I got to train with them for a fair bit and just waited until the visa and stuff got approved, and then I was on the next flight. Beautiful. Well, yeah. Um, oh, there you go. My, my mother says hi. <laughs> She's just... Hello. <laughs> 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 um, what do we got? So Timmy said, what was he? I'm near the Richmond Kickers. So he's over near that. Rich, the Richmond 
kickers. Richmond yeah, kickers. Washington. Washington. Is it Washington as in Washington, D.C. or just Washington? No. I'm sure you'll tell us. Because like, yeah. you, guys, you guys have been playing no different to the... Uh, yeah, they're going to need some... Actually, I think there's three conferences now. Yeah, so at the time I was there, we had the East and Western Conference. So we would play all the teams on the Western Conference like as if we were the first team. would travel, plane, yeah. day the night, all that. So, yeah, it was really professional and it was quality. Yeah. So obviously you spent a bit of time there, 55 games, according to Wikipedia. Um, yeah. <laughs> never, never trust Wiki, but friggin' <laughs> we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Roughly 55 games, if not more. Um, a couple of goals as well, obviously, which isn't too bad. How, how, did, you, how did you find, obviously, your time there? Obviously, um, as you said, you were lucky enough to go over with, obviously, another Aussie, which okay, helps. Um, you know, you yeah, you just were both able to sign as well, which again, freaking is massive because obviously it's not like going into something on your own. Um, so it's got to be nice. But um, how was it? How was the competition? How was the level of football over there? For obviously, to say the people who may have no idea, what's the level yeah. compared to the A League? Yeah, um, level is actually really good. Not going to lie, it's actually quality. Um, people have asked me like compare it to like A-League and all that, I'd say it's just under A-League, but it would be like in between NYL and A-League. Mm, yep. Like, I, And I, honestly, I've looked up, um, I was curious one day about like the top leagues in the world. Um, and I think the USL is like two or three behind the A-League yep. in that um, ladder. So yeah, it's quality league. Um, there's quality players. My team was very good, very technical, yep. um, but very young. So we didn't have a lot of experience at times, which let us down in games, but technically um, very good team. Um, and yeah, just really youthful players and had a lot of good friends over there in, the, in that team and, and obviously out of the team, meeting new people, seeing new things, traveling. So honestly, probably the best decision in my life going there. Yep. Yep. Well, there you go. Friggin', um, obviously, you spent, as you said, roughly two and a half years there. Um, how did, what happened there with with the contract? Obviously, 2020 it ended. Obviously, um, COVID hit. Um, started to hit. Obviously, America, definitely not a place to be. <laughs> it's definitely a place not mm. where you didn't want to sort of be hovering around and stuff like that with the amount of cases and so forth. Um, did the contract end or um, sort of pull a pin and say, yeah, so when I signed the first year, it was a year, one year um, plus an option year. Okay. And then obviously after the first year, they picked up my option year. Yep. And so I stayed the second. And then for the third one, um, they signed me again with the one plus option. I played the third season. Um, and then that was the year I really wanted to try break into the first team. Um, uh, I got moved to right back. Um, started playing there. The first team um, had some eyes on me for right back, and obviously COVID hit. And then that year was pretty much a bit of a bit of a shambles with obviously us being in lockdown for a while, and then playing like some like most of the time three games a week, having to travel down the road. So it was a hard year. The third year. Um, so obviously at the end, they knew what my my goal was to obviously progress and try to get into that first team and. They didn't want to hold me back um, and not, not really hold me back, but they wanted me to try to progress forward and try to get into a, a, a first 
division team, um, senior football, more senior football. Um, so yeah, it was kind of had the talk at the end, and then obviously uh, the Jets called me up for preseason, and then did that for a while, and then and then yeah, yeah. So obviously, yeah, it's you come back to the Jets, obviously for doing doing a bit of preseason work, and obviously that's when I was sort of sitting there with Ben and so forth, going, "Oh, here we go!" You know, friggin', you, you might get his chance um, with obviously a few of the players that were in there trialing as well. Mm. Um, unfortunately, it didn't happen. Um, and then obviously you moved from there to Altona Magic down here in Melbourne for a little bit, um, play a bit of football, and then obviously you got a chance to go to Brisbane. How how did that come about? Was that just like a phone call or were you, were you were you hunting? You know what I mean? Like were you really hunting to get towards the A League? Um, so yeah. After the the Newcastle Jets um, fell through in the preseason, um, I was weighing up my options, and I, I wanted to go back overseas, but I just knew with COVID, it probably wasn't the best decision at the time, and it definitely was a lot harder to try get overseas. Um, so I I thought that Melbourne MPL uh, would probably be the the nearest thing to being an A League standard. Um, and there's a lot of eyes, obviously, in that league. So um, my agent obviously reached out to a few clubs there. Um, originally, I was going to go to Bentley. Um, pretty much like negotiating and stuff. And the only thing that we were waiting on was um, just seeing if they could get like some housing or something because I'm in a state player. So yeah, it's much easier just to go straight into like some an apartment or something. But they they honestly, I think it was th- past three days they took. So my agent pulled the pin on that one, and then uh, Oakley was an, uh, was another option. But they wanted me as a the holding six, and I didn't really want to be going um, as playing as a six, even though I've played six, eight, ten, and right back before, and like especially in Seattle. Yeah. Um, and then Altona came in. I've never heard of Altona in my life. Um, <laughs> My agent was telling me they've got some big signings. They they want to do really well this year. Um, it's a good opportunity. Like I would go for it if I was you. So honestly, uh, I took his advice and pretty much went over to Altona and yeah, as a right back. So yep, yeah. So obviously, yeah, he stayed there for a little bit. Then um, Brisbane Raw offer came in. Um, how did how did that come overly come about? They come chasing for you. Um. So. I honestly was playing a game one weekend. It was, I think, against Port Melbourne. And it was after the game, I got a, had a couple of uh, missed calls from my agents. Um, so, like, I called them back and they said, come down to this bar they were at downtown. Like, I need, we need to talk to you ASAP. Um, and at the time, honestly, like, I was naked because I just had a shower. I didn't know. And they were, like, freaking out. So, it was pretty crazy. So, um, I jumped straight in the car and headed straight down because um, they were obviously there having meetings. They must have already talked to Mooney about it. Um, and, yeah, it's because Jack Hingert obviously hurt his hamstring at the time, so they needed an injury replacement as soon as possible. Yep. Um, so pretty much when I went down and met him, they, they told me the situation and if I was happy to do it and if I were happy to do it, like how, how quick the ball was going to be moving so i said yeah 100 like i've been waiting for this opportunity um so pretty much the next day we went to the hotel because coincidentally raw was playing in melbourne against melbourne city that weekend yeah um so it worked out well so we went and met mooney and shane stefanudo 
Um, I met them and to really had to run around because they were leaving the following day. And so I had to get all the documents signed. Um, Oh, it was crazy. I think Lucian and I didn't get home till midnight, just running around. And then I had to be back at the hotel at 7am to get ready to jump on the bus to go to the airport with them and yeah, start off my journey at Raw. I was literally about to say, I was going to say, don't tell me that you got everything done and freaking caught the exact same flight back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it happened. Hold the, hold the fucking plane. I'm coming. <laughs> hold the plane, lads. I'm playing with you next week. That's it. Um, obviously, so you got, you see, you know, again, as you said, who, who wouldn't knock it back? Uh, you know, you get, you get a chance, obviously, to get into the A-League. Um, you got a couple of games in. Obviously, you got a, the two off the bench. Um, but again, it must have felt good, obviously, playing training, obviously, back in the A-League. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I was just extremely happy to be back in that full time environment, I guess, and yeah. surround that the experience that Raw have and the quality yeah. players. That honestly, you know, I was just excited. Like when I made my debut, like people asked me like if I was nervous and all that, but honestly, I was just excited to finally, yeah. finally get the debut under my belt. I suppose that's the biggest thing. You know, with the game, we've asked plenty of that that question as well to plenty of people and stuff like that, and. Um, it's sort of the same answer every time, you know. It's like, well, no, not really, because yeah. you, you're born to play it. You know, you, you you just want to get out there and prove your worth and show obviously what you've got. The nerves sort of don't kick in, um, you know, that from from the experiences of players that we've had on. You know what I mean? So yeah, so freaking as I said, mate, you got your chance. Um, obviously, Perth must have seen, seen something that they liked. Obviously, as you said, you had the chance. Obviously, you. You were sort of in talks with them previously um, the year before and so forth, trying to get a contract done and so forth for the Asian Champions League. But that fell through. So obviously they've been on your radar for a little bit. Perth? Yeah. So um, since that AFC, when they went over, um, there was talks of maybe me potentially going with them. But obviously due to me coming back from America and then doing hotel quarantine and then potentially having to do another 14 days in WA if I were to go it was just kind of a bit ridiculous at the time and just I guess wasn't meant to be Um, so yeah obviously me playing with Raw and getting my debut definitely helped so um, I'm very grateful for what Mooney like the opportunity he gave me Um, even though it was two games it was two more than I ever had Um, and I guess yeah it was just exciting because I felt like I was so close when I was with the Jets yep but yeah, I, I guess one door closes, another one opens. So you get your chance to go to Perth, mate. Obviously, yeah, as you as as we've said previously, it's a two year deal. Um, you know, which is what you've been wanting for since you were a kid. Um, bit of security, and it, well, I suppose on home soil as well. You got that obviously in yeah. America, but obviously you get your home. Obviously, your family are in that here in Australia and so forth. Um, so, you know, you've got a bit of security now. It'll make things a little bit easier, I suppose, to fly back and forth to see the family and stuff like that. Um, what, what's, what's your plans? What do you want to get out of these next two Um The plans are obviously to grow as a player on and off the field still. Yeah. Um, I feel like I have a lot of growing to do. Um, definitely it's going to be exciting to be around the experienced players 
uh, Perth have um, quality mature players and there's I've done my research because I haven't officially met the boys yet so I've been obviously looking around and the boys definitely got some great older players and a lot of um, great younger players coming through um, which I think is a great mix um, but yeah I'm just looking to come in here play my role for obviously um, the club's success um, and just get games under my belt and just gain more experience and I don't know see where I am in hopefully after two years maybe back here again or hopefully maybe overseas yep. not sure Wait and see. Wait and see. So obviously, what you know? Obviously, I'm sure there's a few Perth um, Perth fans in here, mate. What what can they expect? What what can they expect to see from you? Um, I would say like a versatility. Um, I'm yep. a player that can play obviously six, eight, ten, uh, right back, right wing back. Um, I have a very high work ethic. Um, I love working hard. Um, if I'm in a right back position. Right wing back, I love just bombing on up and down the line to get in goal-scoring opportunities. Um, yep. I'm also like a technical player, so I love getting on the ball. Um, I enjoy coming inside as an inverted six sometimes during the game, and and I just love winning, really. So, yeah. Yeah, obviously, um, I've, I've been doing a little bit of the research. Um, obviously, you can play somewhat, as you said, through the midfield and everything else. The right back situation looks very slim. Like I'm talking very young. They're all around, you know, if not younger than you, in that sort of age group. So obviously, um, you know, it, it, for you as personally, obviously it's a good thing. You know what I mean? It's you're definitely within a chance to try and work your way in there and cement obviously a, a spot in the first team. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Um... Yeah, we have another – I think there's two other right-backs. Um, they're very young. Um, yeah. uh, obviously, I think it's going to be – or they're obviously good players as well. So it's going to be yeah. um, great competition to try to seal that right-back position. Yep. Um, it's just going to come down to obviously training and trial games of how, how we do and who can impress the coach. And Because yeah, at the end of the day, it's the coach's decision. So, Yeah. Don't pick up. Don't pick up any injuries. Happy days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Freaking. Um, yeah. So obviously, as I said, you know, there's that the midfield's stacked. Like it's quality. You've got Brendan O'Neill, obviously coming back to the A League, which for me um, is a shame. Um, you know what I mean? Like I know he had. There's a bit of personal reasons behind him coming back. I, I feel, but um, and, and a shame, obviously, because he's a quality player. But obviously, for you, and obviously the Perth. Um, Fans obviously you know, fantastic. He's a quality player. He's probably one of the most underrated players I've witnessed in the A League in a long oh, time. Oh yeah, said that for yeah. years when he was at Sydney. Yeah, yeah. He's just he's just a quality player. So, and then obviously you've got your um, what do you got? You've got fall, fallen rolling as we call him over over this. Time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll be like one of the best footballers you've ever played with. I'm sure. Freaking, you're going to get to get to play with him. But um, from the point of view over here. I mean, there's some um, versatility yeah. there with Ozzy Malik as well. He can play def- he can play holding midfield and in the back line. Yeah, yeah. So the, the squad's stacked. Squad's um, in, in definitely a good shape. And they're looking they're good. Bad. Looking better they than some been, other teams. They haven't <laughs> been playing bad football, I suppose, in the no. last couple of years as well. So that's the biggest thing. You know what I mean? They're, they're definitely on the up. And obviously, um, you know, hopefully now you've, you get your chance, obviously, as you said, to cement the spot, whether it be 
you know, right back or anywhere you, know, you, you sort of can break into, I'm, I'm sure you're not going to care. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, they'll play me anywhere as long as I can help the team and <laughs> get it. some minutes. Um, I'll be happy. Play goalkeeper if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I draw the line. I was about to say, when Brad Jones is there, he's getting the nod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brady Jones. Oh, I forgot about Brady Jones. Yeah, shit, he's over there as well. Far out. Yeah, and ready. Ready, ready is well. Ready's ready. still there. But your old mate Tando's got uh, not there, I don't think. Nah, Tando's freaking got the boot. That's fair <laughs> enough. Um, but honestly, mate, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna slowly wrap it up, mate. But obviously, as I said, from us, we wish you the best of luck. Obviously, um, you know, it's it's been a long time coming. Um, yep. you know, I've I've been watching you obviously since your time at the Jets and so forth, and you know, always me and Ben and a few other obviously um of the Newcastle Jets fans obviously knew that there was something there and you, as you said you just needed that chance and you needed the football and you needed obviously um, the game time uh, you travelled the world to get it uh, and obviously you've now cemented your two year spot over at Perth so hopefully the next two years goes well for you mate over there um, if you get out of quarantine um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a little boys. She, she probably oh. came and thought I was there jeez um, noopie he doesn't say much, but when he does... What's that? Noopy. Who from the glory is helping Liam in and out of the wheelchair? <laughs> he's getting on the old tiger, but he's, he's still he's moving. still got it. Still moving. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I wouldn't knock him back at the Jets. Uh-huh. We have a couple of the Perth supporters here. Hey? Yeah. We have a couple of the... Yeah, a couple of them are... Chat lurking around, lurking around, mate. They're all staying pretty quiet. There was a heap of them here before, obviously. Yeah, they've, they've all dropped off now. There's about 20 people in the chat before. We're down to seven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I sort of played the whole we're rolling it down now. So they're like, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, but on it, yeah, as I said, but yeah, so we, we, we wish you the best of luck, obviously. No, yeah. Um, enjoy, enjoy your time over there, mate. Hopefully, you do well, and um, who knows, freaking give it six months, and we're back in the and we're into the competition and you're doing well, mate. We'll get you back on and get your thoughts, obviously, of um, yeah, how the season's going. Obviously, once you've finally met the coach, you've finally met the boys and you got a bit of freaking um, bit of training under your belt and so forth. No, for sure. <laughs> well, thank you guys for obviously having me. Um, yeah. Been a long time coming. Yeah, yeah. mate. Yeah, we've been, been trying to tee this up since he was back at the frigging Jets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, honestly, mate, we're just going to leave you with virtually just a couple of quick ones, real short answer, uh, answers fine mate uh, favourite football team Arsenal oh, you poor bastard <laughs> no, <laughs> next question <laughs> get on the agent mate they might need you over there um, <laughs> um, oh far out favourite uh, favourite football player Messi 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 he was doing all the right things this morning this morning he was cracking the shits over the Friggin' Brazilian mob coming in to get try and get his Argentinian mates out of the country. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brutal. Um, very good. Uh, I was going to say, and obviously the best footballer that you've played with and against. Best footballer I've played with and against. Um, played with um, probably Eriche, yep. um at Raw. Played with um, and against have to be ooh, tough one. Um, it'd definitely be someone 
I think maybe over in the States. Yeah. Uh, I think, oh, Junior Flemings. He played for Phoenix Rising. So that was Drogba's team. Yeah. Um, he was the winger I was up against. So I'm pretty sure like, probably one of the best in the league as well. He's like in the Jamaican national team. So probably him. There we go. Friggin well, for all you FIFA, FIFA addicts out there, friggin' jot that one down. Go, go, <laughs> oh, he's currently playing for the Birmingham Legion. He's moved. Moved. Yeah. He's at the Birmingham Legion. Played eight games for him. There you go. Okay, that's interesting. But yeah, he was at he was at Phoenix Rising. Yeah, nice quality. Very good. Very good. Now, other than that, mate, we're going to leave you to it. Enjoy. Hopefully, you get out of quarantine sooner rather than later. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank hopefully, you so much. Hopefully, enjoy your final night. Um, you know, in a hotel in Perth. Yeah, no, it should be good. I'll get some Uber Eats tonight to celebrate. Absolutely, <laughs> mate. No, mate, take it easy. Um, we'll catch you soon, mate. And thank you very much for your time. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Take you it too, easy, mate. Buddy. Have a good one. Thank you. Yeah, bye. See you, mate. There you have it, guys. Um, big thanks, obviously, to Anthony for jumping on and obviously giving us a little bit of his time tonight. Uh, he'll be one to watch, ladies and gentlemen, obviously, in the A-League season. Um, if he gets his chance, and that's the biggest thing, it's all he needs. All he needs is to give it a chance. Um, especially in that right back situation, if they don't buy a decent right back, I mean, like it's very experienced right back. Um, it it could look very good for him to see the right back. So um, yeah, good luck to good luck to him. Obviously, hopefully he gets his chance. Um, big thanks to everyone who jumped on tonight as well. If you haven't done so already, be sure to go and subscribe to the YouTube side of things. Um, on my YouTube, obviously on Twitch. If you're on Twitch as well, be sure to follow us on Twitch. Um, if you've come in late and so forth, uh, you can obviously find this. It'll be up on Spotify tomorrow morning, Anchor and um, Google. Apple. 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 Far out. I don't see. Apple's I the best to... performing one we've got. I told. We spoke about this during yeah, the week. I mean, <laughs> I Google, Google don't Google. like us. Yeah, far out. But, just... um, <laughs> but yeah, be sure to go check out those um, platforms. Also, go and like us on Facebook. That'd be muchly appreciated. As well as that, be sure to go over and see Gabriel Ma Optometrist at Jesmond um, for all your eye care needs. Benny's styling the blue light glasses as we speak. Um, friggin', I used them at work today and left them there. So it's a good thing, I suppose. At least I'm using them outside of the home. You need a second set. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I fucking might. Um, what was I going to say? But yeah, other than that, guys, hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. Very interesting chat. Very again, long overdue. We've been trying to very tear that long up. overdue. Been trying to tear that up for freaking so long. Thank you to Perth Glory's media team, obviously allowing it to happen. Um, it is muchly appreciated. Um, other than that, we'll friggin' um, we're gonna we'll probably got about twenty minutes or so. We're gonna we'll stick around for obviously and friggin' have a bit of a chat, talk a bit of football and so forth of what's been going on in the world. We just touched on obviously Messi. Um, and the Argentina versus Brazil game being abandoned due to obviously four cheeky, cheeky monkeys from Argentina trying to freaking sneak their way into the country from England, um, which was a no-no. Not allowed to do that. Big no-no. Brazil would be freaking making a fucking big uproar over that. Wait, we weren't allowed to bring freaking Allison. We weren't allowed to bring Firmino. We weren't allowed to bring freaking um. Uh, Roy Charleston or whatever his name is from Everton, friggin'. I weren't allowed to take anybody. Mate, friggin' Brazil squad. I would have, actually, you know, it's one thing I didn't look at. It's obviously the squads that 
themselves. They would have been light. God knows who would have got a run in in, in that. Half Brazil's squad plays in bloody England. Yeah. So, freaking geez, they would have been running real light, to be fair. Um, but obviously, yeah, whether that'll be played at some point, no idea. Um, I don't have much information on it, so, but I saw a quick glance on Facebook when I was freaking um, on my lunch break today where Iceland, Iceland could be in a hell of a lot of trouble. They could almost kiss their World Cup freaking chances. Their, yeah. Their magic run um, of, you know, two European tournaments and so forth, obviously dark horses and playing good football, done dusted. They're in big trouble over there with some sort of friggin' cheating scandal or friggin' something along those lines. Friggin' chaos over there at the moment. So yeah, apparently, apparently they're, um, the, the, the football department, like the FF, whatever they are, <laughs> for Football Federation Iceland or whoever, whoever runs the show over that side have pulled the pin. On the t- on the uh, on the team, it's at, at the moment and everything else. So, yeah, chaos, chaos. They probably won't even play their friendly, uh, their World Cup qualifiers. So, interesting read. Go check that out if you haven't seen that. Um, what else we got, Benny? For again, a bit of A League news. Obviously, W Le- W League. Let's w League's w- the big one this week, mate. W League, friggin Western United. Obviously, we knew about them. Obviously, they stated that once. When the men came in, that they they would bring it side in within two how, years. Yeah, how, how soon it would have been, they didn't know because they had to get all the approval and shit. But as soon as they possibly could, they would. Yep. Um, Mike Charlesworth has finally had to kick up the ass to finally get another women's team going. Um, big surprise for me was Wellington. Wellington have put one in now. The only way for me that I can see Wellington playing in the W League is if, A, they move Canberra or something, well, not to Canberra now because Canberra got a fucking W League, but somewhere, if they move somewhere over here, or it goes to a full season. And I mean, not six-month contracts, mm. season. So, because old, old love who friggin' works friggin' five days a week and friggin' trains three days a week and shit like that, isn't flying to fucking Wellington when on, on a Sunday knowing that she's got to go to work on, work a, Monday. on a Monday. And it's not going to happen. Well, you so, dare say, considering the relationship they had last year with the COVID hit season, you dare say there may or may not be a deal already partly struck with Wollongong. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going to be interesting. Oh, Wollongong would be perfect. Yeah. Um, you know, I think. But for me, that's the only, only way they can play... In, in New Zealand is if it goes to a full season and that way obviously it gives the girls, you know, they're able to obviously work around the schedule and stuff like that. Otherwise, Wellington's games would have to be on a Saturday night. Every game. Yeah, or a Friday. Like every, well, yeah, you couldn't play it on a Friday, could you? Because they're going to fly over. I've no. taken day off work. Yeah. So they have to leave friggin', you know, get, may have to leave early on a Friday because if they're coming from Perth, they'd have to. Yeah. Um, so they'd have to leave in a special flight Friday, arrive in New Zealand first thing Saturday morning or something. It's like a that. very costly endeavour. Yeah. So how how they work that out, I've no idea. For me, it just seems like they will have some sort of academy over here, um, and work it that way. Yeah. So that's the only thing I can see. But it's good um, to see. Yeah, no, it's good to see. Wellington was like the only pass. 
It was like the only team that I was like, it, it's fine. You know, it, it's a it's a long it's a long effort. It's as I said freaking. They're only on if they're only on six month contracts, that makes life very difficult. Um, so if they don't have it, if they're the only team in the A League that doesn't have a W League side, that's fine. I'll I'll let that. But the fact that they've gone into it, um, that literally meant Central Coast have got no choice. Mm-hmm. Have to. Um, and now that's pretty much it. MacArthur will they've they've still got a bit of time um, to sort theirs out and so forth, whether they do or not. Yeah. But other than that, that's pretty much all the A-League sorts. That's it. That, that's all of them now that'll have one. See. Mm. Um, uh, I've got a little bit of news as well that um, came through, uh, well, from what I can see here from this article 10 minutes ago. Oh, Remember former France. France defender Jean-Pierre Adams? Oh, yeah. What's the the one that's been in a coma for 39 years? Yeah. He passed away. Oh, shit. Passed away today at the age of 73. Uh, full France international as well. Played his uh, club career at um, Nîmes, PSG, and Nice. Um, yeah. It was Senegalese born. Capped, capped, um, capped for the full Les Bleus um, 22 times. Uh, went in, it was, current, was doing his training badges um, when it all happened. Was in great shape. Um, he fell into a coma after um, an anesthesia error before he was due in to go for knee surgery. And he has yeah. been in a coma since 1982. Shit. Yep. That's a long time. Like, like, that is a long time. That's, that's... But full captain international for France throughout the late 70s. Who, who's hold, who's holding on there? Like no disrespect. Like who's? He, I would he, say his wife, considering his wife and two sons, he's left behind. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, yeah, but I'm sort of like you're in that state, cannot coming out of it. Let's say twelve months, right? But you haven't come out of it by then. Your life's life's looking pretty tough. But then you, but then you stated in there that friggin' it was a, it was an error. On the hospital's behalf. Yeah. So they'd be probably up for a bit of money mm-hmm. for a friggin' stuff up. So I was like, the hospital going, oh, we'll try whatever we can. Shit, come out of it, come out of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, shit, that's crazy. That's a long time. Holy friggin'. Um, well, finally, finally, after that friggin' long, may he rest in God's after that long. That's, that's crazy. I'm sure PSG and Nice will friggin' do something and I'm sure the French national team will all over that. They else. will. Good, good, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they'll do something. Last Mariners W League team wasn't run by the club. New South Wales football ran the club. Yeah, it's great. And they were a good club too. It was waiting for football to come home. Well, it went home to France many times. <laughs> there it was. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure they went home since 1980. What? Six? No, 1987, I think. No, seven or two? Seven? Two? Two. two. 1982. Two came into it. Yeah, 1982. Surely they've won something. Since, oh, they won the free Yeah, they did. They won the World Cup multiple times. 98. 98 they won the World Cup. Yeah. They, run on, they won it on home soil. Yeah. Ah, yeah, plenty of time. <laughs> you won it on home soil. 
Absolutely. Far out. Um, I was going to say, friggin' obviously big news just coming out today. Obviously, Newcastle Jets have decided to up and up and move from the friggin' local, their, 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 their yeah. current friggin' home there at um, Ray Watts Oval at the uni. Um, friggin', I didn't read heavily into the article of where they're exactly moving to. Other than Doesn't say. It's only a very small snippet. Uh, that's what happens when they're... Um, Freaking, what was I going to say? Bloody, yeah, they're all working from home now, so obviously they'll move into it somewhere eventually. Who knows? Uh, Jets administration staff are working from home due to the current COVID lockdown restrictions until moving into a new office space. They might be kicking freaking bloody, um, uh, freaking, not Viva now, what are they called now? Freaking a pal. They might might kick a pal out of their freaking. There's space to move in there. Small they space. Need, no need for them. No, no, they got all upstairs and that as well in there. Oh, yeah. That's oh, friggin' it's, it's a, not a bad area. Pretty decent area. Um, so, yeah, so yeah, who knows? Who knows? Maybe. Um, but, yeah, other than that, friggin' the Jets are friggin' looking pretty packed. They're just about done. It's done and dusted. They're a couple left, I suppose, if they want. Um, yeah, it's the biggest thing now is going to be is obviously preseason coming into it. Um, you know how they go, obviously in preseason, how how preseason's going to work, and where they can and can't go to freaking play. Could be virtually playing the NPL side so of the way it's all going at the moment. The uni office set up pretty poor for a pro side. Yeah, look, it wasn't anything special, but the biggest thing is. You, you're not going to be able to find anywhere. You know what I mean? The, the Jets need to build something. It was probably serviceable for us, considering that it had been noted many times that we run on, we run the club on half the staff that every other A League club does. Shoestring budgets, mate. Shoestring budgets. Not anymore. Um, We're rolling with the big boys. Yeah, there's going to be a new facility coming in. Boom! Watch this place. <laughs> big friggin' eight. Eight, eight ovals and freaking the view beauty swimming pools and the basketball courts. Well, amazing. <laughs> Everything. I mean, that just, that's just the offices. There's nothing about us moving from the uni. Like training yeah, wise. Yeah. Training wise, yeah. Well, that's exactly right. I don't think they. I don't think they would move from. The uni. I, I, I wouldn't see the need. It's not a bad training facility, and exactly. Why would you bother? You know, shit. Um, yeah. But other than that, friggin', that's pretty much what's happening there at the moment. Um, not much else going on at the moment. Friggin' Western United, obviously doing some good shit over there. Friggin', um, give the shout out to obviously the All Out West crew. Friggin', um, they're friggin' the Western United media mob are friggin' on the on the money. They're on they're it. Friggin', they're on it this season. They're rolling out friggin' um, friggin' yeah, friggin' interviews with friggin' players. They've done the coach. They've friggin' done obviously Wales recently. Um, they've done about. Four or five others before that as well, freaking nearly every week. So freaking, um, it's it's good to see. I think obviously all A League clubs should be doing a lot more, um, in regards to the whole interview side of things, um, especially now. There's not much going on. They go to training, they come home. What are they doing? You know, we've still got months to go and stuff like that. Let's freaking sit down. No different to that. Have a get your coffee out and freaking have a have a chat for half an hour. Um. So yeah, whoever. 
whoever, whoever the new media bloke is obviously going to be at the Jets. Obviously, it's coming up that obviously now that friggin' Nate's left us and obviously moved on Has to a better... Has it come out? Yep. Okay. Everyone knows. Um, so, yeah, friggin', yeah, obviously he's left and stuff like that. So, anyway. Um, good luck to him. Obviously, he done great things at the club and shit like that. Hard to get played. Oh, it is for us. <laughs> Apparently not for everyone else. Western United and friggin' Melbourne Victory friggin' have been friggin' going off, off a tits. They've been going nuts. Yeah, friggin' media blokes friggin' everywhere. Friggin', um, what is it, All Out Wet? No. The other Victoria. They're not the, they're not the A-League podcast, but whatever the friggin' major football one out here is or whatever it is, friggin' they had bloody um, the CEO of friggin' F- FFV on. They had oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? What the, the victory coach obviously on friggin' yesterday as well. Friggin' mate, they've had bloody everybody on. So it can't be too hard. Friggin' bloody ridiculous. Give us a friggin' call. <laughs> Where's our bloody to be? Um, <laughs> we, we're only getting has beans. <laughs> um, what's this? He came to do a job and he did it. Yeah, 100% he did, Luke. 100%. He, he, he changed the whole media outlook. And he'd done it fantastically. I personally would turn around and say that now that he's gone, Nate has set the bar. Anything less is unacceptable. Correct. Anything less is unacceptable. Correct. And as fans, and as fans, guys, honestly, this is like no digger, whoever does come in to do this job. But as fans, we need to stand up as fans and frigging demand that we get that. Yeah. You have to. You have to. Frigging send Shane an email or whatever it is and go, mate, I don't believe this is satisfactory. We were getting a lot more for a lot less, you know, in frigging you know, the times and stuff like that. Mm. So it, it needs, you, we need to step up if it doesn't deliver. And he needs to deliver, whoever that may be, or he or she. So, um, need to deliver and obviously need to deliver well. He went from movie, was it movie frigging trailers to frigging. Yeah. Quotes. And bloody mate, they had the works. We had everything, friggin' memes and shit like that, Scrabble boards and fucking mate, you name it. Shit, I haven't seen in bloody at an A League club. God knows when. Friggin' um, even the Melbourne Victory media bloke, mate, he's on this year. Jeez, he's done shit. But I'm not a Victory fan. Fuck that ad. Did you see that bloody season launch thing or whatever they did? That like local. It was on their yeah. website. Yeah. It was. It was brilliant. Yeah. So good, done so well done, and freaking got everything involved—the locals and then obviously the coach and shit like that. And that's what that's what as A League fans for whatever club you support should be getting. We yep. should be getting quality. It has to be. So, no, it's been good. It's been good. So, you know, again, as we said, we, we expect nothing less. It's got to be good. Shirts shouldn't be too far away. Hopefully, did everyone get their freaking bloody retro shirt? Mate, I've seen so much crap about that shit lately and freaking oh, everyone's freaking were getting their post and everyone wasn't getting their shirts and obviously we've we've finished up with a Pelly and everything else and the club's now got the shirts, shit like that. Did everyone get one? The club is fulfilling the orders of the shirts, retro shirts. Retro, retro shirts and that's it. Yeah. You've got to, if, if you've ordered anything else, you've got to go chase them. As I believe I've seen on Facebook, one bloke spent nearly $350 and he's still waiting for his shit. So. Yeah. 
I'd say that's probably a Christmas order. So cough up. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, you may as well take this availability. You might have to wait forever to get it, but get onto a pal's website. There is 30% off all jet stock while stocks last. Yeah. So if you want anything, get it. You may have uh, to wait months for it, but get it. Wait for the six. Huh? Wait for the six. Nah. Get that. See, I got my jacket last. My last jacket. Longy. Oh, actually, I actually need a jacket. I need an. I need one I to need, replace this. This is a few years old now. I need a new. I need a new one, not because it's a few years old. Because it's so he's I'm the only one watching. No, you're not. Oh. He's no. gone! Oh, for gone, bro. That's all right, Luke. Friggin' at least you're here, mate. At least you're here. The logo looks friggin' bangers, by the way. I know it's you now. Yeah. Friggin', now, you can't miss that logo. It's friggin' all over the shop. Friggin' bright as bloody hell. Living the dream. What have we got? Three on Twitch, apparently, and friggin' only you on the, you on the YouTube side of things, Luke. No, I'm on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, nobody's saying that he's probably the only one aware. On YouTube, it's. So yeah, that might be him on YouTube. But um, yeah, we couple on Twitch apparently. So yay, welcome to you guys. <laughs> but yeah, no, it looks good, mate. Looks good. The logo looks friggin' really, really good. Um, other than that, we're gonna wrap it up. Friggin' FIFA 22, not too far away. Getting closer and closer. Yeah, not long now. Under a month to go. Um, okay. So it's currently is sixty percent off. It currently is 60%. I just put a hoodie into my cart, which is normally 120 bucks. 48. Ooh, get onto a pal's website and clean them out, lads. Yeah, shit, now I'm I'll get myself a new jumper. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, they probably don't have any fat fuckers. Um, I'll, wait, I'll wait for my next Twitch payout. And then I'll just spend it all on Jets clothes. But yeah, other than that, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Um, we do thank you guys, obviously, for jumping on tonight. Not much else to talk about. I haven't really been keeping up with the international sort of shit. Nah, uh, neither. Oh, international break is when we take a break. Yeah, the soccer is play tomorrow night. Friggin', um, obviously, hopefully another friggin' three points there, considering Japan got beat, so it's days. I've got all the jerseys, Happy Mad. Buy jerseys. I've got all the jerseys. Big shout out to Andy Hayden. Mate, dummy is solid. Friggin' I got some friggin' new some new shit off him um, today. Came in the mail. Yeah. So, Andy, I've got him, mate. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you. Yeah, go and get him. 30 seconds. I'll just, I'll just go behind me screen here. Oh, nah, can't have that. He's broken the illusion now, chat. He's only gone and done it. He's only gone and done it. He's broken the illusion. How much are the kits going for each? Thanks, buddy. So, so the kits are going for forty-three dollars fifty each. So I've got this one for the U. Partisan, nice. Uh-huh. Got this one for the U. Comes with me little rubber, little rubber shit. Oh yeah, yeah. What's that one? Is that Red Star Belgrade? Hey? Is that Red Star Belgrade? Oh, 
Your Red Star Belgrade. I think I've got an old Red Star scarf somewhere. I bought you one. I think I've, yeah, you gave me one, and I've my brother I gave me one years ago. I don't know if it's Red Star. One of the. Um, that's the partisan. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's choice. Yeah. That's yeah, choice. That's tidy. I, I like that. Um. That one. And that last season's Jets kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, get a lot of money. Get a lot of Twitch money, Benno. No, you've got to meet a certain threshold before they pay you out. That's another one in the Partizan. That was a oh, yeah. Fuck, he's done you solid, hasn't he? Yeah, so that's the Partizan. Um, that one. And then this one. This, this one. He says this one. Lazio. I got a Lazio one. I got a Lazio one. It's at mum's. I want the darks. Yeah. Yeah, that Lazio one's dope. That's sick, isn't it? I got a similar Where's one. Where's me shirt? Where's his shirt? Your what? Oh, friggin' um, buddy. Your retro shirt? No, 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 no. I got that. I'll call me. I'll call me retro. They could. They should keep they the could. catalog. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he ever, well, if he ever runs out of toilet be. paper, if he ever runs out of toilet paper, Noopy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, you've still got the friggin' shirt. That you said I could have. Um, yeah, I'll message the address. All good. Um, but yeah, so freaking yeah, thanks, um, Andy Hayden. Although I did see, I did see on Facebook, Luke, um, Chris texted me, and I don't know if it's already gone. Mm. But it was a Jets framed. Oh, I think I did see that. Framed photo. I don't know if he's going to be able to see that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fully framed and shit like that, 2008. Yeah, he, have, he wants 50 bucks for it. I'm like, I mate. I can't snag that. All over that shit. You know yeah. what? It's probably already gone. The fucking general's probably already knocked it off. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> general's probably already got it. Probably. probably already got it hanging in the in. He's probably already got it hanging in the, in the lounge, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, you want any friggin' Melbourne shirts, Daddy, mate? Yeah, let me know. Let me know what you want. Easy. South Melbourne. Yeah. Sort that out. That's simple. Once we're Very easy to get. Actually, actually well, no, it's not. I'm stuck in lockdown. When we're out of lockdown, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, it won't be too bad. But yeah, they're not too bad. Honestly, Luke. Uh... <laughs> oh, fuck it. Um, what was I going to say? Friggin', you can get them on the bloody. Um, if you go into their actual Facebook page, like the local teams and stuff like that, I know a lot of them do down here. You can buy them straight from there, and they'll ship them to you. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Lucas, just jump on their jump on their um Facebook pages and stuff like that, and have a look. If not, if you can't, they won't post them. Just let me know. I'll get them and shit. Them. That's easy done. But um, 
I'll have a look. Yeah, have a look, mate. Yeah. Honestly, I was not long looking. Um, a lot of the MPL ones you need. Oh well, for Kappa, which do um, South Melbourne, you need a club password. Yeah, which wouldn't be too hard to get. Just ring the club and just go, "Hey, look, are yeah. they going to not yeah. give you the password? You're better to spend money." Like, um, yeah, just jump on and get this shit. I know uh, Heidelberg's easy enough to get. Yeah, some of those are easy. Some of them are really easy to get. Yeah, you literally just jump on Heidelberg's Facebook. Same with Lions. Um, Bentley Greens, I think, is another one as well. Um, and I there's a few others as well. Two of them after the same with Lions. Okay. Yeah, I need the code. Yeah, yeah. Just read the club. Email the club. They'll, they'll give you the code. They're not going yeah. to knock back 60 bucks. Sure. Um, but yeah. Other than that, freaking obviously, that's pretty much what I'm doing. I think I've spent more money on freaking shirts, shit, and all that, and locked in than I've anything else. Um, <laughs> currently waiting for my fucking derby shorts, the uh, derby trackies to come in. Oh, oh wow. Mick. I look mint. Um, I did it with freaking. See, I'm due, I'm, I'm due to get a new set of Birmingham kits. It's been a few years. Oh, mate, freaking, I went ape shit the other week. Freaking derby's last year, last year's tracksuit pants. It was like 15 quid. Bang. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It was good shit. It was freaking great shit. Freaking, um, I was, oh, mate, I was almost going to buy freaking um, Forest Rovers freaking strip. Forest Green Rovers? Dude, they wanted like freaking eight pounds. Yeah. It's because the way. Yeah, it's because it's amazing. Yeah, you pay, you pay a fortune in postage. It's the only problem. Postage is what gets you. Yeah, no, no, I thought. Like, See, I'm not a fan of our. I'm not a fan of our kids. Oh no! What was the one that I seen on Twitter? I don't, I don't like our kids. Uh, the, I'll yeah, probably get a new one. pair. Of, to be fair, I'll probably get a new pair of shorts. The yellow one is tidy. The yellow one I like. It's somewhat traditional for us. I don't mind. It will look good on Trudini anyway. I haven't seen him play any. But yeah, it, it's it's oh, it's the tiger print underneath. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I if mean, you're going to do something fancy like that, go back to the old penguin kits for us. And then you have the opposite in the red and white. There's been it's, some trash Again, kits. that's how it's always been. Yeah, there's been some trash kits this year. Friggin' Manchester United. I tell you what, I can't wait to see Cristiano Ronaldo in that friggin' blue and red and white Manchester United strip. Oh, Yeah. I don't. I, I just can't imagine. I've never seen Cristiano Ronaldo in a shit. Strip. In a what? In a shit strip. You like know what? It's probably at, a clause in his contract that he's not allowed to play in it. Every club that he's been at, he's <laughs> never. I've never, ever, ever seen him wear a shit strip. Like something. The closest. The closest was friggin' Juventus when they wore that friggin' um, bright yellow fucking coaching bib. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But he pulled it off. Like it didn't look too bad. Freaking oh man. All the rest of the rest and then you know, same as Messi. Messi hasn't had to because most of the kids and and Barcelona don't change anything. It's all just red and blue. Yeah. Um yeah. you know, pinstripe freaking long ways. About it. But there's some trash shirt. You get a Riley kit for Birmingham? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. Uh, mate, For two reasons. One, he's only on loan. 
And B, if I was going to get an Australian's name on the back of a Birmingham City shirt, it would not be Riley McGrees. It would be Stan Lazaridis. Hey. Thanks for the look, Rama. Um, I mean, there's been a few over the years, but Stan the man was always surely, the big one. Surely you get Troy Deedy on the back. Ah. Surely you get Troy Deedy. Mate, the Birmingham back. City fans at the moment, aside no, from the no, Manchester City, there's only two clubs at the moment that can sing it. And that one of them is United, and the other one is Birmingham City. They're the only two clubs that are allowed to sing at the moment in England. It's coming up. He's coming home. <laughs> but it was just so funny because you watch. There's like a video that Birmingham did on him or whatever it was when you know, his first day or something. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. His first day of training. That's what it was. His first day of training. And he sort of just runs out there and shit like that, and he's walking around and stuff like that. In his training gear and stuff like that, short socks and everything else. Yeah. And then you just see the camera, and the camera just fucking just goes like right into the freaking side of his leg where he's got the on his logo. Birmingham logo. Yeah, his Birmingham logo written sitting there on his on his leg, and it's just like, hmm. <laughs> Maybe in the in the early days, Watford used to make him hide it. Yeah. Watford used to make him hide it. Yeah, so. But I can tell I'm you looking, right now, he's standing there, you're looking at his face, he's got this reaction and he's looking up at the stands or whatever and me as a Birmingham City supporter with our brain turns around and goes, that ain't the first time he's had a beer in that stand. Yeah. Not a chance. Nope, he's a <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> Big thanks to Anthony as well for frigging subscribing to the channel. Cheers, legend. Yay! Um, good on you, mate. Uh, um, don't even. Hey, can I have a... No. Oh, yeah. Nice try. Funny. You're funny. You're funny. <laughs> what, you think this is the first time we've had one of them? He's gone. <laughs> did you just give him a... Did you just give him the yeet? He's gone. Did you yeet him? I gave him his gone. Oh, Lukey coming in with the yeet. <laughs> Lukey, um, Lukey's anyway. in with the yeet. A yeet. Yeah, yeah, yeet! Yeah, yeet. Anyway, friggin' we are going to wrap it up there. Not even a... Not even a... <laughs> Classic. Um, so, yeah, friggin' oh, soccer is on tomorrow, so be sure to check that one out. Friggin' um, enjoy football wherever you can watch it. Um, friggin', mate, so actually, before we do go, friggin' this will... Luke Lucas will be all over this. Friggin' watched Arsenal play Chelsea last night in the friggin' uh, Women's Super League. Yeah. Mate, if you've got two hours, and I'm not even kidding, if you've literally got two hours, go and watch that match. Holy shit. It was probably some of the best female football I've watched in a long time. It was end-to-end. It was chaotic. And friggin' Arsenal... Arsenal women have always been good, though. Oh mate, but it was it was just so um yeah, so entertaining Luke. Like it was chaos back and forth, like full on crunching tackles. Oh yeah. Um and then freaking Arsenal win three two because of an offside goal that freaking no VAR to freaking overturn it. That <laughs> was freaking chaos. Um but you know, like Maybe it Arsenal just... should swap their men's with their women's team to see if that go any better. Probably, yeah. It was brilliant. It was a great game of football to watch. Um Friggin' Lucas, you see the whip the girls? You see the Liverpool girls? 
three nil up at half time, and we ended up winning three two. Oh, <laughs> I was just, I was like, oh man, because I come home, I come home from um, freaking, what was I doing? I shot, and um, so I thought I'd go in a quiet for freaking ball. It's actually, um. But friggin', yeah, come home or whatever. And it was like, looked at the halftime scores like 3 0. I'm like, oh, yes. I'll watch the end. I'll, I'll watch the second half of this. And it was probably the worst bit of friggin' 40. Worst 40. From going from watching the worst 45 minutes of football <laughs> to watching friggin' the best two hours of football was quite entertaining. It was fantastic. <laughs> uh, it was probably the worst 45 minutes of football I've ever watched for females. It was fucking terrible. But again, that's what you get when you get down to the second division. It's friggin' shit out. Oh, yeah. Um, it's friggin' trash. So yeah, Watford. Watford nearly done us three too. Crazy. Oof. I don't know what's happening there. <laughs> yeah, almost gave up the lead. Almost gave up the game. It was friggin' game was buried. Three nil at half time. Bring, bring on the fucking reserves. Game's done. Park the bus. Sorted. Friggin' ridiculous. What's going on, Birmingham, mate? Are they friggin' are they still in the top flight? They got dropped as well. I haven't Who seen knows? them. Mate. Yeah, you know, it's friggin' tight, nice. Tighten in the purse strings, mate. Let let a lot of our good women's signings go. Oh, welcome to Liverpool. <laughs> no, we did. We let a lot of our good women go. Yeah, welcome to Liverpool. I watched about five of them play last night in Chelsea and Liverpool. At uh, Chelsea and Arsenal. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I was like, um, was it friggin' England friggin' scored? And I'm sitting there and they're like, oh, you know, friggin' cracking goal or whatever. I'm like, been doing them for about six years at fucking Liverpool. Good on them. <laughs> they, they drop and she moves on. The goals don't stop. Yeah. But anyway. Um, but yeah, other than that, guys, we are going to leave it. We are going to wrap it up. Anyone uh, on... No, we are in the top flight. Are you still there? Oh, good. Yeah, I, we're I... still there. We're ninth. Okay. I, I don't know. I, Lost the first there. game 1-0. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. I, I honestly couldn't tell you who the. F- <laughs> I know Arsenal were in there. We lost one nil to Tottenham women. That's not that's bad. Freaking all the all the girls come off freaking the um, all the Aussie girls come off the bench at Arsenal versus Chelsea. Oh yeah, freaking ridiculous. <laughs> like Kerr come on, Kerr come on with about twenty minutes to go, and the three girls that came on like Kerr, leading goal scorer for last season, um. And one of the Norway chicks or whatever it was, leading friggin' possession or whatever it was last year. Yeah. And the other one was friggin' most defensive tackles or some shit like all off the bench. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe they should have started. Ribbon's got an assist for a new side as well. Oh, happy days. That's good. Very good. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're going to friggin' wrap it up, guys. We're going to leave it there. We thank everyone for jumping on, as always. There's about eight people in the chat now, so we've gone from about three to eight, six on the friggin' Twitch side. So let's friggin' maybe go, let's go hit someone. Yeah. Let's go hit someone up, friggin' sit with, with the six currently. So hang around, guys. We're going to, um, Ben's going to find somebody. And oh, I've already got the raid loaded up. Oh, who, where are we going? Who's, who's on? Um... Well, we're going to have a look at uh, GPU again tonight for the simple fact that Vimesy is not doing the Vimesy show. Oh, really? Yes, Noxy is doing the Vimesy show. Oh, very good. Tonight. But there is a whole bunch of birthdays that are going on over there today. So uh, when you get into there, when you do uh, get, we do raid in there, guys, please um, 
what a mutt is currently uh, on stream with Noxie at the moment. Um, give him shit about United. Because he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a Neanderthal United supporter and he gives me shit all the time. Or, alternatively, give him shit about the victory. <laughs> that works too, because he generally, the first thing he does when he speaks to me is insult me about being a Jet supporter. Very good, very good. Right, guys, we'll hang around for friggin' a couple of minutes. Friggin', we're going to jump over there. We do thank you guys. Oh, God, no, Benno, why? <laughs> um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to leave it. This is... Very good. Righto, we're going to leave it there, guys. Thanks, everyone, for jumping on. Uh, Rama, thanks for the lurk, obviously. Lukey was here. Noopy, as always, king of the lurk. Uh, happy, mad, mm -hmm. sad. Obviously, Lucas was here as well. Friggin' um, Ice. Don't. Where's the other one? Where's the other one? Where's the other one? There was someone else. Who the hell? Oh, friggin' Timmy Woods. Timmy Woods. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Woods. Scum's um, live. Yeah, friggin' mum was in Your here mom. as well. Elliot was, Elliot was in here a little bit earlier as well. And obviously everyone else who friggin' didn't comment, there was about 16 or 17 at one point. So big shout-out to all you guys, obviously, for jumping on. Hope you've enjoyed what you've seen. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Um, tick the notification bell if you do subscribe so you know when we do go live. Friggin', you can also find us on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple. Um, obviously, jump over on the Facebook site as well. Give us a like on the Facebook page as well. Plenty of shit gets put up there. Obviously, all our interviews and stuff like that that we're doing um, for the week ahead will go up there as well. So, yeah, other than that, take it easy, guys. We'll see you guys next time, and be sure to hang around for this quick look. Take it easy. See you later. Bye.